Hi, and welcome to the Self-Rejuvenating Body. This is Dr. Harlan Mitteg. My podcast is about getting our bodies to rejuvenate themselves. It's not pie in the sky, but it's also not listening to, well, you've got to put up with it, or you're getting old, or, well, there's nothing you can do. More often than not, there's a lot you can do to get healthier, to feel better, and to live longer. And that's what this podcast is about. I hope you will join me. Hi, and welcome to the Self-Rejuvenating Body Podcast. This is Dr. Harlan Mittag. Thank you for joining me today. We have a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about the blue zones. You may have heard of blue zones. So how did they find these zones around the world? Blue zones are geographic areas where people live longer and live healthier. The blue zones were originally identified through a worldwide search using epidemiologic data, meaning statistics on the incidence of disease, the rate of different disease in different populations, also evaluation of life expectancy by looking at birth certificates and then confirming when people died or how long they lived. All of these things went into identifying populations around the world where people were living longer and had healthier lives. They initially found five blue zones, and now in the last two years, there is another blue zone that was discovered in the United States. Most people incorrectly believe that our life expectancy, how long we live, and also how healthy we are during our lives is largely a matter of genetics but it isn't. I referred to research on twins in my last episode that pretty much confirmed that about 20% of life expectancy is due to genetics, but 80% is due to diet and lifestyle. So our genes do have some impact, but most of the impact is from our diet and lifestyle. To highlight this point a little bit further, I want to talk about two of the blue zones or the two blue zones in the United States. The initial blue zone discovered in the United States was in California amongst a group of Seventh-day Adventists in Loma Linda, California. Seventh-day Adventists believe that the Bible instructs them to only eat fruits and vegetables and grains and fish to a limited extent. Seventh-day Adventists do not eat meat, and they also don't, I don't think they consume alcohol. They might consume wine. I'm not sure about that. But Loma Linda is a local community outside of Los Angeles, so it's a suburb, and it's in the middle of all of these other communities whose life expectancies are drastically different, drastically lower than the people in Loma Linda. And So the people in Loma Linda with their lifestyle habits and their community and also their dietary habits live longer and live healthier, and this has been well documented. Well, just recently, another blue zone has been discovered in the United States, and this blue zone is amongst a group of Seventh-day Adventists living in Alabama. 
So these people in Alabama follow the same tenets, and they live pretty much the same way as the Seventh-day Adventist in California with regard to lifestyle and diet. But here's the point with regard to genetics. The Loma Linda community in California is Caucasian, and the Seventh-day Adventist community in Alabama is black. And yet both of these communities living the same lifestyle and diet and so forth have much longer life expectancy and much greater health than their surrounding communities. And this really underscores the point that the issue is diet and lifestyle, it's not genetics, because these two groups in Alabama and California have very different genetics. I want to make the point that it's diet and lifestyle, not genetics, in yet another way. Hi, this is Dr. Mateng. Just a quick reminder that the Self-Rejuvenating Body podcast is published every Wednesday, a 15 to 20 minute episode once a week. You can subscribe on any podcast platform on the planet, or you can visit selfrejuvenatingbody.com to access the resources mentioned in different podcasts. And to do that, I'm going to follow the case of a resident of one of the Blue Zones. His name is Stamatis Maratis. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. But Stamatis was born on the island of Icaria in the Mediterranean or Aegean Sea. Icaria is part of Greece and it's a Blue Zone. People on Icaria live 8 to 10 years longer than Americans do on average. They have 20% less cancer, they have half the rate of heart disease, and they have virtually no dementia. Living to 100 years is common on Icaria, and one in three people live past the age of 90. Icarians are two and a half times more likely to survive to age 90 than Americans are. So it's fair to say that the people of Icaria live longer and also healthier than we do in the United States. Icarians consume a Mediterranean diet. They consume olive oil five to seven times a week, fruits and vegetables daily, fish twice a week, meat once a week, and a cup of coffee and glass of wine, either at the end or beginning of the day, on most days. 85% of the island's residents engage in moderate physical activity, which is just a natural part of their daily lives. They don't have gyms or, or exercise classes or anything like that. They end up taking long walks or working in the fields. And very interesting in light of the current interest in intermittent fasting in health circles, Icarian, half of Icarians observe religious fasts, which require long periods without eating meat or dairy at certain times of the year. And then lastly, most Icarians take a midday nap, a siesta. So now back to the case of Stomatis maritis, at age 22, he moved to the United States, and he became a painter by trade, 
He was a successful painter. He got married. He had three children and lived for the next 44 years in the United States. But then at age 66, he was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. And rather than die in the United States, he decided to move back to his birthplace, to Icaria. And he actually moved in with his parents. So then living with a diagnosis of terminal lung cancer, he was back in Icaria. He was breathing the fresh air. He started drinking the wine as per their habit. He shifted his diet to their Mediterranean diet. After being there a few months, he decided to plant a garden, even though it wasn't likely that he was going to be able to harvest the vegetables. One day led to the next, and now 37 years later, he has a vineyard where he produces 200 liters of wine each year. And when asked what was the secret to his recovery, he said simply, quote, I just forgot to die. And yet what changed was his entire lifestyle, his diet, everything he, he did and how he lived changed. So let's look then to see what the people of Icaria do in their lives that make them so healthy and that give them such long lives, how they live their lives. The key researcher into Blue Zones is Dan Butner. He was the head of the National Geographic Society expedition that initially identified these areas and then went and traveled to them and investigated what was going on in these areas. And Dan has written a short piece on Icaria specifically and what their lifestyle and habits were. And so I'm going to summarize some of what he has written. There are 11 points here that he makes. The first is they get plenty of rest. He says, quote, they wake up naturally, work in the garden, have a late lunch, and take a nap. Icarians also consume a lot of herbs in their diet. They drink many teas that are traditional Greek herbal remedies. So they're consuming a lot of plant-based foods. Another point is that they consume very little sugar or white flour or meat. Quote, low intake of saturated fats from meat and dairy was associated with lower risk of heart disease. And particularly notable is the, quote, absence of sugar and white flour in their diet. They followed the Mediterranean diet, which has a lot of olive oil, goat's milk, wild greens, wine, also coffee. Icarians consume about six times as many beans per day as Americans. Lots of natural fiber in their diet. And here is a huge point. Icarians eat no processed food. Quote, another factor at work might be the unprocessed nature of the food they consume. Because islanders eat greens from their gardens and fields, they consume fewer pesticides and more nutrients. Icarians take regular naps, and it was found that taking at least three naps per week correlated with a 30% reduction in risk of coronary heart disease. The culture in Icaria celebrates the elderly. 
and the elderly tend to stay very engaged in the community. They live in extended family homes until they are well in their hundreds, not in assisted living. Icarians also get a lot of exercise. Here is a humorous quote. It's hard to get through the day in Icaria without walking up 20 hills. Also a huge one here, little stress. Icaria has a relaxed social culture with little emphasis on time. And it seems that the whole culture of Icaria supports healthy habits and healthy living so that one is not swimming upstream, so to speak, trying to maintain healthy habits. I think it's fair to conclude then that Icarians live very different lives than we do. Their stress levels are much lower. Their pace is much slower. They eat very differently. And the impact of diet and lifestyle is illustrated dramatically in the life of Stamatis Moretis, who at age 22 moves from Icaria to the United States, lives there 44 years, develops lung cancer, leaves and goes back to Icaria and recuperates simply with the diet and lifestyle of the Icarians. It's quite a potent statement for the impact of diet and lifestyle on our health and longevity. And that's going to do it for today's episode. In the next episode, we'll continue to look a little bit more at some of the other blue zones because the diets and lifestyle are not all identical in the different blue zones and the other blue zones will give us even more clues as to what we need to do to maintain health and longevity. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Hi, and welcome to the Self-Rejuvenating Body. This is Dr. Harlan Mittag. In the Self-Rejuvenating Body podcast, I'll discuss how to get your body to rejuvenate itself so that you can have more energy, better health, and a longer life. In each episode, I will give you effective, practical, and actionable things that you can do to rejuvenate your body and your health. I've been a lifelong student of natural healing, trained as a chiropractor, nutritionist, acupuncturist, energy healer, and practitioner of functional medicine. I spent 33 years treating patients in my clinic in Minneapolis before moving online in 2021 to teach courses and coach clients through telemedicine. This podcast releases every Wednesday with a 15-minute episode, and in each episode I will be bringing information from all of the experts in functional medicine. You'll be able to find this podcast in any podcast app on the planet, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Amazon. And if you'd like to subscribe, you can do so at selfrejuvenatingbody.com. Remember, it's a law of nature that bodies rejuvenate themselves when given what they need. So there's no arguing whether or not the body can rejuvenate itself. The real issue is to find and then give what the body needs. That's the focus of the self-rejuvenating body. I hope you'll subscribe and I'll see you on the podcast.